Welcome to the Horse Talk Show on Florida Sports Talk Radio. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital broadcasting live from the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. Co-hosting with me instead of Kimmy Carp today... I have the Thorminator, yes. John Thorman from Digital Savvy. <laughs> Unfortunately, Kimmy Carr could not join us today. She does Hi. have a horse that is unfortunately colicking. So all the best. And I know when you have to stay close by, that's very important. And we also have uh, Peter Brett here in the studio this morning from Lamb Home South. He has lots of claims to fame. And uh, we'll be very, very excited to talk to him in a few minutes. Hi, Peter. Hello. Thank you for coming in. Pleasure. So we've had a very exciting week in Louisville. I want to say um, what happens in Louisville should stay in Louisville. <laughs> and in some of uh, the days last week, that was the case. <laughs> but we'll talk about the good stuff. Uh, we started out, of course, at Equestricon, representing the Chamber and Economic Partnerships Equine Initiative and uh, the Equine Innovators of Ocala. And we had uh, four represented very well there at uh, an incredible event. We were right across from Red Brand Fence, who were lovely chaps, and uh, they had Jean Peugeot over there, mm-hmm. and that was an interesting visit. We got him on Balance Rider, which was uh, it was great fun watching him try and get his core back in gear. Uh, of course, he was the famous uh, jockey who won on Seattle Slough, and it was lovely. We got lots of autographs. I got lots of autographs. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> uh, I got some too. Yeah. It was a, a wonderful, uh, wonderful visit. Uh, Equestricon was fantastic. He um, he mic'd up Mike Smith. I did. That was cool to meet Mike Smith. I got um, I stood in line for like an hour or whatever to get um, autographs from the the two owners of Justify, but also Bob Baffert and Mike Smith. Yeah, and then he so came to cool. our booth because he's a wonderful guy and yeah, and signed autographs for the permanently disabled jockeys fund, which was very nice. Right. And, uh, we raised a ton of money and uh, sold a bunch of the photos. Uh, thank you very much to Gary Tassish, who actually supplied us with those wonderful photos of him on Justified. Mm-hmm. And actually, there's a photograph, if, um, if Cody can find it, of you miking up Mike. And uh, his face is hilarious in it, Mike says. He looks right. like, who is this guy? This is the Thorminator. But it was a, it was a great uh, event, and we had a wonderful couple of days. We met some incredible people, mm-hmm. did some networking, uh, made all kinds of new contacts. And uh, it was really, it was great. It was great for Ocala, and I think it was great for us to be um, a presence there. Then we moved on to the trip to Lexington, uh, which was uh, very interesting. We got to go and see Justify. Justify. Yes, you got a great photo with him. A couple Um, of great photos, yes. Yes. Great visit to Claiborne Farm as well, which Mm -hmm. was very nice. We visited Secretariat's grave. Uh, So we did all of that in a couple of days. And um, and we uh, then we went on from there to the barn visit, which Incredible. was amazing. Yes, we actually have a video of Catholic boy being shod. Yeah, yes, we do yes. on our Facebook page. Yes, we do. Right before, yeah, he was getting new shoes for the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was pretty exciting. We got to we got to see that. There he is, miking up Mike. Yeah, look at Mike's face. He was a little scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he was a little scared of you. 
if, uh, if you're tuning in on the uh, terrestrial radio station right now, you can join us on Facebook Live. Um, that's actually at Kimmy Carp's farm yesterday. Oh, it, hold on, Cody. This has absolutely nothing to do with Louisville. This no. is here in Ocala, but that is Doc and Duke who open up Pirates of the Caribbean, the first scene. Oh, they run right? up into the castle. Yeah. I think it's I think it's on Stranger Tides. I think that's the one it is. Mm. And that is Doc and Duke right there. Okay. On the screen. And I was just cuddling them yesterday because um, after spending all of last week with like superstars, two legged and four legged, I was just out of my like role, so <laughs> to pop over there. <laughs> get grounded. And get, get, yeah, get yeah. grounded and okay. see some other fame. <laughs> so um, so that's a pretty funny picture actually, but they were really friendly. Um, oh, that's John Thorman's hair before he got cut. <laughs> your, your hair stands up higher than my fascinator. I know. Well, that's on purpose. <laughs> that's on the track. Actually, also. it was flat, but the thoroughbreds ran oh, by me so fast. This, that... this is Accelerate up on oh, the screen now. There you go. That's this is the horse that won the Classic. What a race. Me um, and Accelerate the morning yes. after he won yes. the, the Classic. This is John. Amazing. Me, this is Hay. This. Eat it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he wasn't into carrots. You see, I was trying to offer him a carrot. And he probably think, is normally. Listen, yeah. after that race, what do you think, Peter? You think uh, maybe he's a bit tired? I think he wants more than carrots. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> I know he wouldn't eat the carrot, but it was a good fake picture <laughs> with the carrot in hand. Uh, that is Monomoy Girl, who won the Oaks and the Distar. And that's Brad Cox that got chopped off there. Sorry, Brad. Oh, there he <laughs> there is. There he is. Uh, he's done a phenomenal job with that that filly. She's amazing. She right. is just a rock star. And she won the distaff, right? Yes, and she will be uh, filly of the year. Oh, oh that's see, mobs on strike. That's mobs right? on strike. I fell in love with that horse. She was the sweetest ever. Trained right here in Ocala by Chad and Courtney Mega. Actually, their farm is almost across the street from mine. Just oh, down is that right? Dirt road. Yeah. yeah, and they actually, I think they have the full sister, they said. I think they have the full sister and the mom still, I think. Mm. Oh, there's a good one. There's, there's Humberto Gomez. He's the exercise rider for Justify, uh, among many other horses that he has ridden. But uh, very cool. Mike Smith actually gave him all three of the whips from right. the three Triple Crown races signed by him. Oh. And, at, and at Equestricon, Mike said, why did I do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. Whoops. <laughs> that was just a cool saddle towel the day before. Uh-huh. But, you know, now it's a little bit cooler. And Brad Cox's stable there. Right. Boy Girl signed for winning the uh winning the oaks up there. Uh pretty amazing. And uh there's my personal blanket that I'm gonna take out. No, I didn't get to take out no. Uh there's you with Brad Cox mm -hmm. with staff blanket. I love those. I think they're so that, nice. That one's um the juvenile winner, that's game winners um like he won the um the juvenile Colts race. Oh, okay. And he was trained here as well, uh in Ocala. He was trained with Jeff Kirk's tables. Mm. Which is pretty cool. There's so many connections. Uh, nineteen total Florida breads. Eighteen actually ran because Shang 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 scratched because right. of the weather. Right. And then um another thirty or so horses with connections to Ocala Is that a County. Bob Baffert's barn? That's Bob Baffert's barn, yeah. That's right. the game winners. And okay. game winner might go into the Derby. I mean, obviously, it depends on how the next, you know, six months go, five months go. But right. uh, there we are waiting for Uber. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Uber did a good job, actually. It was only like an hour and 20 minutes, which wasn't bad for getting out of the Breeders' Cup. Oh, wow. right. And they had a warm tent. They did. You can't so go that wrong when you have good. a warm tent, no, right? To get out for of real. <laughs> we could have just been at the bar, but no, <laughs> we had to. Oh, okay. Here's the video. Here's the video for the classic with the horses coming in. Nice into the tunnel. Oh yeah, this is nice. We were right there. We were. We were in the. And tunnel. this is me. Okay, 
This is me. I was on the racetrack. Tell us again, you were where? I, I was not. I was not. You know, beside the racetrack. I was on the racetrack for the classic, right down by the finish line. And this is me. I was filming this live from the dirt. Oh, I thought you were going to say this is me. You were on the first. <laughs> no, no. But I was right there. So it was so interesting. So you know the. And they're off, and the horses take off, and they're flying down towards me, right? And and uh, as they... nothing excites me more than and they're off. Well, oh. okay, but anyway, no, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they're off. And they're off. I love and boom, and they come flying down. And uh, and so this is my first time at Churchill Downs. This is my first time at Breeders' Cup. Like I'm a complete noob, but I got the photograph, you know, vest thing on, so I had access, and so I was right out there. And how did you get that? Um, Never mind. Don't tell okay. that story either. Okay. <laughs> but so I was right there videotaping this whole thing happening. And so the horses are coming down and they get really close. And then all of a sudden it's like click, 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 click. Like all the photographers, all their cameras were going off. And there was like <laughs> these thoroughbreds, the fastest thoroughbreds in the world are thundering past me and dirt's flying. And it was like incredible. And you were in the dead. And I was right there. And listen, he's not even. And I got person. mud on my dress shoes. Like it was <laughs> unbelievable. Did. And then they're coming around the final turn, coming down the back stretch. And here, the, and here I am. This is it. There he is, right there. The and look line. at this, right there on the finish line. Oh my gosh, it was in, it was absolutely incredible. It was, wasn't it? It was so amazing. You should have seen him afterwards. When I walked up to him oh. afterwards, his face was like a kid in a candy store or a guy who had just won the lottery. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't believe. I, I, do you know where? Do you know where I was? I was. I was right there. I was, I was, right, I was right there. there. Yeah, you oh. were. Yeah. It was so cool. He was so excited. It was nice to see you so excited. Oh, my goodness. It was a pretty thrilling week. So, people, if you've not been to a live horse race, like, what's your excuse? Get going. It's so much fun. <laughs> you don't have to be a horse person to love it. No, right? Oh, and then we met Taste of Victory. So you can actually own a little piece of the horse. Oh, horse-less. right. They do the syndicate. Yeah. Um, so you can be a part owner in a racehorse and share in all the fun and excitement. Mm-hmm. And that's the best equine 101 there is out there. Because how better, and you know, I mean, right. for some people, it's like, oh, I've got to teach them, i got to teach them. But, you know, if you teach them, you bring a love back to the sport. Mm-hmm. It's always been considered the sport of kings. Right. It doesn't have to be. It can be something you can buy into. From $500, $3,000, how much you want to spend. Mm-hmm. You can buy a little piece of a horse, and then you can be in the barns, like we were. Be in the winner's circle. Be in the winner's circle. That's where everybody wants to be. That's right. So I'm wearing my taste of it. I'm hoping I'm buying into a horse because... Are you? Yeah. I want to go sometime other than media so I can just relax. (laughs) Not do any work. And enjoy yourself for a change, right? (laughs) Instead of running around with cameras and equipment and microphones. It'd be so nice to just go and enjoy. Right. But a quick mention um, to our hotel, Hilton Garden in downtown. Wow. That was an awesome stay. They All they the love you there. They treated I love they them. treated us pretty nice. They are amazing. Wonderful welcome from all of them. John Fields and his team are just amazing. Eight up. Oh <laughs> did I mention eight up and the pillows? Yes. The pillows are incredible. But eight up the restaurant on the top of the Hilton Garden Inn is fantastic. It overlooks the whole city. Right. Uh, they have fires. Did great I tell outdoor, you about the fires? Great outdoor bar area with the, the, fires. the fires going. The fires are lovely. Did anything catch on fire? No, right? You were okay. <laughs> Don't make me snort on him. It's not funny. What happens in... <laughs> Stay easy. Right. Yeah, I can't sing. I'm not okay. going to sing.
But anyway, thank you very much to John Fields for an incredible stay. And uh, if you do not have your derby room booked yet, Hilton Garden Inn downtown, less than four miles from the track, transportation available. You can get there with an Uber in like, what did we get there in like 15 minutes? 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah eight fast. minutes, 10 minutes. Really it was fast. Quick. Dropped us right off, picked us up there. It was wonderful. Great trip. And Didn't you say they're like 70% sold out already for that? Yes. For so the you derby? better hurry up. Yeah, and there is still a promo code Ocala for a discount. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so it is something that, you know, you need to do like now very quickly. Right. And while we're talking about hotels, uh, don't forget the beach walk is uh, still ha having availability for the Pegasus, which, of course, is the end of January. And you should be booking that now very quickly. And you can use promo code Pegasus for that to get a really nice big mm. discount as well. So um, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be exciting. World's yeah. richest race. Very nice. Very nice. Very really? exciting. The world's Goldstein. richest race? Yeah. 16 mil. Wow. It is, yes. It is. It's and now they put a turf race on as well, I believe. Yes, mm. they did. They did. They mm. did a turf race as well. So it's going to be an exciting Oh, yeah, they split weekend. it up, right? Like a 9 million race and a 7 million race Well, or if they did that, it wouldn't be the world's richest race anymore because Dubai is 12 million, isn't it? Yeah, the world 10, it's going to go up to 12. It's going to go yeah. up to 12, yeah. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, if they split it up, they won't be able to call it that anymore. Mm. Don't know how that's going to work. Did they split that up dirt and turf, or is it... How did they yeah, do that? Yeah, yeah Pegasus turf, turf. is dirt, and then uh, the other race is going to be on the turf. Okay. Mm. But it's going to be incredible. It's got Gulfstream Park, which, of course, is absolutely gorgeous and a beautiful place to go. So make sure right. you book Beach Walk right now, as quickly as you can. And uh, we certainly had a good time in Louisville, didn't we? Oh, we did. I, I had, felt like I'm still there. I had an amazing time. <laughs> what a great experience for someone that didn't grow up in you know, the equine world. Yes. Just amazing And for um, me. before we go to break, this is for Kyle Clark. This um, actually arrived the other day. He asked me for my address. He said he had something to send me. Uh-huh, nice. So I might have to wear this for the Pegasus. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, isn't it nice? Yeah. I don't usually wear a hat because even though I love them, when yeah, you take them off at night, girl, right? I'm a fascinated girl. Yeah. But the reason that I don't wear them is because at the end of the day, you want to take it off and you go somewhere for dinner hat and hair. you have hat hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this one seems like it might be light enough not to give me hat hair so yeah. it's very nice so anyway thank you kyle clark very much and thank you for following us on the horse talk show i i love my hat it's nice and big actually this is a, a really a derby sort of hat isn't it this mm -hmm. big? i like it anyway thank you if you're watching uh much appreciated it's beautiful and we'll be back in just a few minutes we are going to talk to peter brett about his incredible career in the race world and uh talk a little bit about the statue that I actually sat on the other day. We got our pictures taken on. there. Yeah, it's got a yeah. sign that says "Don't sit on it," and of course I sat on it. Mm. Um, but Barbara, incredible horse, and uh, uh, he's had an amazing career in Lambholm South. Has got a storied history uh, here in Marion County. So it'll be nice to hear all about it in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show. Stay with us. Brought to you by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. We'll be right back. of Marion County, Florida Trust. Trust, Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Serving Ocala, Florida since 1981, Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at petersonsmith.com. 
DAC Vitamins and Minerals has been making a world of difference for 35 years. Do you know what sets DAC apart? We use chelation minerals from Alltech, which allows for better absorption. DAC is the only supplement company Alltech provides ingredients for. We have our nutritionist, Performance Horse Nutrition, NAS, which is the quality seal, which guarantees our products and ensures our use of quality ingredients. DAC gives you a guaranteed analysis in every one-ounce scoop, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Doesn't your partner deserve the best? Visit FeedDAC.com. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine feed. Hi, I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the All In difference. choosing an Ovation helmet to fit your riding needs. Sleek, stylish, comfortable, and cool, they are perfect on the trail or in the Grand Prix ring. Ovation has something for everyone with nearly a dozen styles and a price range to fit practically every budget, starting as low as $42.95. Check out the variety offered at Tack Shack of Ocala or visit OvationRiding.com to see all the options in safety and style and find a dealer near you. Tack Shack of Ocala Horse Lovers Candy Store proudly offers custom-made racing equipment, including exercise saddles, race whips, blinkers, vinyl saddle pads, stall guards, and feed bags. All can be customized with your logo and colors. We also offer on-site tack repair, blanket wash and repair, engraving, and embroidery. For more info, go to tackshackocala.com or come see us on Southwest 60th Ave. That's Airport Road. And don't forget, we're dog-friendly, too. I'm Nigel Wolbank, President of New Horizons Insurance Solutions. I've been involved in insurance in Florida for over 39 years. If you're looking for farm, ranch, or equine insurance, New Horizons Insurance Solutions would love to assist you to find a solution that meets your needs. New Horizons Insurance Solutions is number one choice in equine insurance solutions. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. We're broadcasting from the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. And in the studio with us today, I have my partner from Digital Savvy, the Thorminator. Hello, hello. 
And we also have a special guest in the studio with us, Peter Brett, today. And he is from Lamhome South. He has an incredible story and uh, is actually working at a very storied farm. Hi, Peter. Hello. Lovely to have you with us. Thank you. Uh, you've had an incredible and exciting uh, training career. Uh, you obviously worked with Michael Matz um, for many years, more than 15. Um, you were instrumental in the training of, of the famous and very well-known and loved Barbaro, uh, as well as other famous racehorses, Union Rags, uh, Round Pond, Visionaire, and many others. Started your career in England. Yes. It's a good place to start your career mm -hmm. <laughs> as a jockey uh, at the age of 16 and just come on up. Uh, I've worked in Dubai and in England, now come to the United States, and now right here in the horse capital with us. Very exciting life. Tell us how it all kind of started for you. Um, racing, um, I had a, a cousin that was involved in racing. and um, he We left, all have one of those. Yeah, he left, <laughs> he left home at 16 and went. Uh, I also had a, an uncle who worked in Newmarket, and he said, you know I what? I have one of those as well. You do, that's <laughs> right. Do. Uh, and he said, you know, come, come for the school holidays and see how you like it. And I went, and basically I loved it. I thought Newmarket was the best place on earth. And as soon as I finished school, I went back, started my apprenticeship with a man called Tony Hyde, who was very old-fashioned and, 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 you know, taught the old-fashioned way. And um, I stayed there for about five years and then was offered a chance to go to Dubai, to, to ride in Dubai. Um, there was basically not too much there you know, right. um, but I went for one winter and I, I, I actually really loved it. It was a brilliant place to live. It was, oh. it was, um, it was just a small town basically, but the potential was huge. And, um, and I, I was 23 and I thought, well, two years of my life, what have I got to lose? So I thought I'll, I'm going to go. I was told I was stupid, but I was like, I've got nothing to lose. Basically. I'm only 23. I went there and the year I went, just took off. Uh, I became champion jockey the first year, and and then it just grew every year. It grew and it grew and it grew, and I had some fabulous times there. So. That's wonderful. Yeah, and um, and then um, I rode for about 10, 10, 12 years, and then my boss retired, and I was very fortunate to take over the stable and train for five years as well. Wow. So I I had a really good time there. You know, I trained stakes runners for the shakes and everything. So it was. It, it was really, really exciting mm. training for the shakes. <laughs> it was. It, it, it was the the best thing about it was to watch it grow. It, it grew from basically nothing in that amount of time in ten years, fifteen years. It, it, it you know they had the richest race in the world. It was just crazy. You know, there's probably no other way in the world that could do such a thing in such a spot, a small space of time. And it was just and to watch the city grow as well. And then when I left, it sort of, it just, it went it took huge. Off. I mean, it, it went absolutely huge, you know. Um, I left and Maidan wasn't even, nobody had even heard of Maidan. Really? And then two years later, there was Maidan, you know, but that's the way Shea Mohammed works. And um, yes, very it, quickly and, and really, very well. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it, you know, it was, it was just a fabulous time to be there. It was, a, it was just to, to watch something grow is a, a very special thing. Is. That's amazing. Mm. Just to think of you seeing, it kind of makes me think about Ocala like, you know, 25, 30 years ago. And what we've seen happen here, especially in the horse world, you know, is amazing. So I can only imagine you, you know, you going somewhere and it's really small. And now look what racing in Dubai is, is just huge. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's an amazing thing. And, um, and there were good people there and um, we had a great lifestyle. And, um, you know, it was one of the best things I've ever done in my life. 
to, to go and do that, you know. It was when I left England, people, they knew who the Mac teams were, but they weren't too sure where Dubai was, you know. And now everybody in the world knows where Dubai is, you know. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's just, my bucket list. it's a great place to go, great to place go to visit. So yeah, you know, and, it, and it, it's just the, the people are fabulous. It's amazing. Mm. So then next step was to America? Yes, um, my son was born in Dubai, and um, for anybody that's ever been in Dubai or the Middle East, it's a place where you can't stay forever. You know, uh, at some point you've got to leave. And um, we were very fortunate to get green cards, so we thought at that time we were, um, it was a good time to leave. My son was six months old, um, we came to the States, and I very lucky met Michael Matz, and um, he offered me a job and we sort of moved to Maryland and um, I was working for Michael for about three weeks and then Barbara walked into the barn, you know, wow. so it was, um, so, it was what, so first of all, so you're working for Michael Matt, that by itself was probably just for you, I mean, what, what a guy to learn from, right? Hey, well, I mean, I what didn't really know him, I, 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 I didn't, I knew Michael Matt, everybody said he was a show jumper. Yeah, I was in racing. I didn't really know, but he was a—he's a—he was a fabulous horseman. Horseman, yeah. Um, amazing worker. Just, I have goose so pulls right now. Diligent, you know. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> so you know, so that was a—it was a very good base to start off in America, you know. And Incredible. and he, even though he was, you know, he he'd done so much as a show jumper. Um, going over to his training career, he, he wanted to go and he wanted to be bigger and he wanted to be better, you know, basically similar to what he was as a show jumper. And that was a, it was a really good it was really good for me to come in from Dubai and and be with someone like Michael because he wanted to improve and improve and improve, right. which is what I wanted to do also. So we made a very good team. Wow. So talk about the first time you saw Barbara. Um. Well, actually, the first time I saw him, I rode him, and he was a he's a big boy. There's a two year old, and um, and he was a really nice two year old. He was he was basically a frame of a two year old. And um, and I liked him, which is normal, you know. You, you tend to like a lot of two-year-olds when you get on them, but he he had a little something about him, and um, and I, I just I liked him, and um, I rode him every single day, and he went through a huge big growth spurt during the summer, and we gave him a little bit of time off, and then going into the fall, he just started to improve and improve and improve, and you know whatever we worked him, he just. He just worked good. And I mean, I, I always tell people that when he used to pull up from a breeze, he used to pull up and he'd just go, and he'd work in a minute flat, mm. you know? And and, I, and I'd, whoever I was working with, I'd be like, this just feels like he was in second gear. That's how good he feels. And he, and he just improved and he proved. And, and, and he, when he, you know, he broke his maiden, and Michael at the time was like, will you ride him in the race? And I was like, no, I said, I haven't ridden for, Ten years, I'm not going to ride him in the race. Well, please just ride him in the race. I was like, no. So I'm, I'm glad I didn't, because I probably would have been the only person to get beat on him. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, and, and then he just went from strength to strength, you know. He, um, and it was, it was very funny, because his first three starts were on the turf, which is what he was bred for, basically. And then we came to Florida, and Michael's like, you know, we're going to have to run him on the dirt. And I was like, why? You know? Why? I mean, it's um, from England. Why? <laughs> Why? What, That's what it? we say. Why? <laughs> so you know, this is the type of horse that if you kept him on the turf, he would have, he, he would never have been beaten if he was right. He was that good, you know. So anyway, we're in America. He's got to go on the 
the and the, his first start was a holy bull and it was it was a downpour it was sloppy and um michael's like well what are we going to do i'm like well you're gonna have to run him because if you're going to go the derby and it rains in the derby what are you going to do then it often rains at the derby so anyway he he ran and he won and um and then the next step was the florida derby and incidentally the horse he'd be in the florida derby my wife was galloping that horse at the time. So, and she used to come home and say, this is a really good horse I'm sitting on. I don't care. It's a really good horse. I said, I don't care. And anyway, um, he, he only beat him um, a neck or something. And I was a little disappointed, you know, because I thought he'd, he'd blow the field away. And, um, and when Edgar come back, I was like, that was a bit disappointed, Edgar. Anyway, I don't know why he did that. He says he was just like a baby almost, you know, when he put his head in front. Normally, he'd go by and, and he'd be ten lengths clear. But this time, this horse came back at him. And it was almost like he was looking at him, sort of like, saying, what are you oh, doing there? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, side by side. and he said, you know, after the way, he said, I pushed him out and I give him a smack and, and away he went. You know, it was just, it was a, a green thing. I was, I was a little bit disappointed. So anyway, we took him, we, we left Florida a couple of days later and went to Kentucky. And he was, he was just like a different horse. He, he, he almost became a man overnight. Really? And, um, and, and to ride him within the space of two weeks, he, he was just like, just riding this huge beast of a horse. Really? And for three weeks leading up to the Kentucky Derby, he, he was just dragging me. He just dragged me around every day. Every time he saw a horse in front of it, he wanted to get by it. And he, and he was just oh. a complete, complete beast of a horse, you know, just... Uh, Unbelievable! It was a machine. It was as mm. close to a machine as you could ever get. Mm. You know. Well, you can never forget those moments. No, you ne never. No, I mean you can even sometimes. You know, you, you you're you know you. Every day I remember him. Every single day I just what he feels like. You know, it's mm -hmm. just it's one of those things that's ingrained, and I was just so happy to be a part of it. Amazing. Mm. What an, what if that's like riding Secretariat? Mm -hmm. You know, one mm. of the greats. I mean, it's like well, they're, they're, we love them all. The great racehorses are incredible. I'm I'm a huge fan. Of all the horse sports, it's my favourite. I love all horse sports, but racing is the one that really does it for me. So when you talk, I'm sitting here going, <gasps> "Yeah, I mean, I he, imagine, yeah, you know? I mean, it, it's good on a on a basic day, but when you cross paths with someone like him, that yes. was like, could have been anything, absolutely anything, and um, yeah, he was, he was very special to be around. You know, he wasn't a very cuddly horse, so you wouldn't no. have liked him. Now, <laughs> now, you know, he was one of those horses. Do what you need to do, go away. You know, of all you know, the, of all the really top thoroughbreds that i've met in in the last five years since we started doing the radio show the only really really good one that was cuddly that i've met that was really really good like top notch a classic winner american fair american and fair. still mm -hmm. even now in the breeding shed he's well he's he's, he's very he's unusual. unusual absolutely yes. he, he's certainly unusual um especially after they've been breeding you know yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but they um, get a lot more aggressive. Yes, and, they do. And want to kind of yeah, no, yeah. no, no, and bite and stuff like right. that. Yeah, and even Union Rags. Union Rags was um, another one that you worked with. Yeah, he was a he, he was a very clever horse. Um, he was totally different from Barbara. He was a he was a very good two year old. You know, when you sat on him as a two year old, you were like, wow. And um, yeah, and he he had a much better two year old career than Barbara. Um, he. He, he had a lot more speed than Barbara as a two-year-old, you know, um, and he was, you know, he won at Saratoga, he won the first time out at um, at Delaware, and then he won at Belmont, and then he finished second in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, which he, he probably should have won, but that was that was him just being a little green and whatever, you know, so, but he was, he was a really nice horse to be around, 
a really good horse to be around, yeah. It's got to be something really incredible to have had a career being around these type of horses that have just achieved so much. And, yeah, and even with Barbaro's uh, last race and the sadness that followed that, you still have to look back at those days and say, wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we were we were very fortunate when it, during the Preakness when that happened. Uh, people were very, very good, you know, very kind. It, it could have gone totally the other way, but, but but the majority of people, anybody I came around, they were really, really good about it, you know. And at the time when, you know, people don't, some people don't like racing and stuff like that, you know, his injury sort of, it brought an awful lot of people together. And I think it's one of the big things it, it brought was actually the people that are around the horses day in, day out, they actually do like horses. You know, I think people that just watch TV on a weekend, that they they don't they think we're in it for the money yeah, and it, and it's concept, not though. no it's yeah. not and and I think um, with Barbaro I think that that brought a whole new level of what we do for the horses and you know not so much as what they do for us but you know we put our lives and soul it's it's not a job it's it's a it's a way of life the labor of life yeah and I think and I think that came through with Michael and the Jacksons and I think and the press they were all excellent and I think what could have been a really horrible horrible story. They, they made it really uplifting and, and, it, and it brought an awful lot more people into racing as well. I think so you too. Know. And you know, that, that goes back to kind of what we do with the radio show, which is, you know, we go to the racetracks, to the, to the big races and, and, you know, get involved with all of that. But we go behind the scenes, we go back to the barns and we find like the little people and the grooms and the exercise riders and, you know, people like Uriah St. Louis with, mm -hmm. you know, with uh, Discreet Lover. We go and find the, the backstory and we go into the barns where they're feeding carrots, where when you go and visit a horse in the barns, the first thing they do is give you a carrot to give a horse. Some of the top trainers in some of the other disciplines in the whole world wouldn't even consider a horse having mm -hmm. a carrot. Yeah. But a lot of times showing people that lets them see the other side of the race world, which is behind the scenes on the backside of these tracks are normal people living and working every day. And I've been in Bob Baffert's barn and seen Eduardo Luna scratching horses loving on them and them nuzzling him you know and i fed a whole bag of baby carrots to american pharaoh and they gave them to me in the barn to mm -hmm. give him you yeah. know mm -hmm. in fact i carried the regular ones in and they said no no, no. we got to get yeah. some baby peel to baby him. Ones, yeah. <laughs> yeah so so people don't realize what the other side of racing is and that there are so many people in this industry who love love mm -hmm. the horses and who care about everything that happens to them and and keep loving them even when they don't win. Absolutely, know? yeah. I mean, like you say, they, it's, a, it's a lifestyle for them. It's, you know, win, lose or draw, they've got to go home and feed them and look after them. And, and it's a labor of love, like you say. It is. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. So with all this incredible experience you've had with amazing horses like Barbaro and Union Rags, working for Michael Matz, all of that, put all of that together into an incredible career and then bring it all here to Ocala, to the horse capital, to Lamhome South, uh, wonderful farm with actually I'd love to just talk lamb home stories like all eggs they've got some great ones but how are you going to take all of that kind of excitement and experience and everything and put that into an already incredible team there at lamb home kind of taking I, I'm assuming that junior is he's is still there absolutely still there, yeah yes. junior's there yeah and, um, and how are you going to put all of that into what you're going to do here well uh, you know we're going to try and you know, bring new clients in. Um, as you say, it's uh, Lamhomes are beautiful. The racetrack's pr probably one of the best race tracks or training tracks in Ocala. Um, you know, we're just going to try and bring new clients in and, and, and restart it again and, and build it up as best we can. And 
hopefully you know with that we'll we'll get you know really nice horses and and you know we'll we'll try and get it back to its heyday it'd be lovely to have that happen We'd actually like to come out and take a tour, so we're just going to invite ourselves. Sure. Yeah, yeah we're We'd there every day. Come and have a look around. Yeah, we're yeah. there every day, absolutely. I've actually never been there. When I was working at Tax Shack for seven years, I used to see them all the time. They were always come in and, you know, pick some. But I've never been to Lampham, mm. and I'd love to see yeah, it. Yeah, no, so. no, no. It, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, it really is. And, um, you know, we've, we've got about 40 horses in at the moment, and, you know, we're always looking for new clients. and. Um, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, so, no. you know, we, we'll, we'll just take it um, step by step. So exciting. Well, it's lovely to have you here, Peter. Really an honor to have you come in the Thank studio you. here with us today and uh, share some of these great stories and, and what a career you've had. And just when you were talking about, about riding Barbara and Union Rags, I'm, I'm in spirit. You know, I'm right, I'm right up there with you, you know, because I think that's just such an exciting incredible experience to have and obviously it stays with you absolutely day. yeah yeah well, we wish you all the best thank you very home. much and, uh, your connection at the breeders cup this past weekend uh lamb home of that's course. right yes. yes and uh and just it's incredible to see uh 19 florida breads and about another 30 connections here in marion county that trained here and started there maybe had their first saddle you know we were on the farm tour with kimmy carp yesterday and we went past Claudia's farm across from Kimberden and she said, oh, there you go. There's the track that a firm trained on, you know, and and uh, Melvin James had just stopped by the other day to chat to them because that whole area was all Harbourview. And I said, isn't it amazing when you think about all the horses that have trained in all these farms around here that have gone on either to win Derbys or Preakness or Triple Crown or... Mm. Breeders Cup. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Junior, Junior could fill a whole program with the ones that with he's the ones had. Um, that yeah, he's, uh, it's just unbelievable. It you is, know? isn't it? He's just like a wealth of knowledge, Junior is. So, you know, I'm very lucky that he's there at the farm and I can bounce things off him. So, you it's know, incredible. a lot of it's all new to me. So, he's been there, seen it, and done it. So, I'm very fortunate. You are. Well, I think it's going to be an incredible time for you. And I think it's a combination of you and Lamb Home. You can't beat it. You can't no. do any better than that. Thank so, you very much. It's lovely to have you with us. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Peter you very Brett. much rode and helped train Barbaro and Union Rags and now here in Lamhome south, south here in Ocala. Real honor to have uh, a chap like him with us. So we're real excited to see what the future brings and we'll definitely try and get you some video of our tour of Lamhome and, uh, and share that with you on the Horse Talk Show. If you're listening on the radio, you can uh, go to Facebook and like us on the Horse Talk Show and you can follow all of our adventures as well as all of our interviews from last week when we were in Louisville. And I just want to do a shout out and thank you to Larson's Feed and Hay this morning. And uh, as our live stream sponsor of this broadcast, we'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith. Stay with us. Trust the Equine Veterinary Hospital, the leading thoroughbred horse farms of Marion County, Florida. Trust. Trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Serving Ocala, Florida since 1981, Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at petersonsmith.com. DAC Vitamins and Minerals has been making a world of difference for 35 years. Do you know what sets DAC apart? We use chelation minerals from Alltech, which allows for better absorption. DAC is the only supplement company Alltech provides ingredients for. 
We have our nutritionist, Performance Horse Nutrition, NASP, which is the quality seal, which guarantees our products and ensures our use of quality ingredients. DAC gives you a guaranteed analysis in every one-ounce scoop, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Doesn't your partner deserve the best? Visit FeedDAC.com. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine feed. Hi, I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the All In difference. choosing an Ovation helmet to fit your riding needs. Sleek, stylish, comfortable, and cool, they are perfect on the trail or in the Grand Prix ring. Ovation has something for everyone with nearly a dozen styles and a price range to fit practically every budget, starting as low as $42.95. Check out the variety offered at Tax Shack of Ocala or visit OvationRiding.com to see all the options in safety and style and find a dealer near you. Tax Shack of Ocala Horse Lovers Candy Store proudly offers custom-made racing equipment, including exercise saddles, race whips, blinkers, vinyl saddle pads, stall guards, and feed bags. All can be customized with your logo and colors. We also offer on-site tack repair, blanket wash and repair, engraving, and embroidery. For more info, go to tackshackocala.com or come see us on Southwest 60th Ave. That's Airport Road. And don't forget, we're dog-friendly, too. I'm Nigel Wolbank, President of New Horizons Insurance Solutions. I've been involved in insurance in Florida for over 39 years. If you're looking for farm, ranch, or equine insurance, New Horizons Insurance Solutions would love to assist you to find a solution that meets your needs. New Horizons Insurance Solutions is number one choice in equine insurance solutions. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital Broadcasting from the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, and I have famous people co-hosting with me for this segment. Uh, I have Will Coleman, who is our Olympian, which is very nice to have him here in the studio with us. And we have Peter Brett, who rode Barbaro and helped train him, and Union Rags, and many other famous horses with Michael Matz. So I feel like a nobody today. How about you, Dr. Furlong? <laughs> oh, yeah, a little bit. 
it's okay you work for peterson and smith you're not a nobody uh we are going to talk a little bit about equine metabolic syndrome today on the show um can you talk first of all about some of the uh symptoms and uh and signs of this health condition for horses yeah so the sorry i guess two common the most common thing that we're often seeing is usually we're seeing it at the time of uh you know an episode of laminitis or founder um which can kind of be any level of severity from just getting a little foot sore to having you know, a really severe episode. Um, and the, sort of the classic symptom that you see that precedes that um, is just the kind of patchy fat distribution. So it's the, it's the crusty neck or the uh, fat pads kind of at the tail head. Uh, those are your classic signs that you're looking for to, to recognize it. Absolutely. Now, is this horses, ponies, and I think I've heard maybe donkeys as well? That yeah, can be affected? Yeah, so definitely the uh, all of these you know, sort of creatures that are well well uh, designed for uh, you know thrifty conditions where there's you know, limited food on offer. Um, when they are then all of a sudden faced with lush green pastures, they are uh, that that thriftiness really works against them. Absolutely. Now, um, is there a particular breed of horse that you see this more in or several breeds that you see this more in i know that i've, I've very rarely heard of it in the thoroughbred world for sure uh, and i know that a lot of ponies are are more predisposed to it uh, what breeds do you see mostly uh ponies are definitely most common that we're seeing it in um kind of uh, you'll see it in some pasifinas um and uh, you know the occasional some of the um draft type horses will get it too but uh yeah thoroughbreds seem to be fairly protected and, you know it's kind of the the athletic phenotype yes leaner for them. <laughs> <laughs> lean machines yes and naughty little fat ponies in england i know were always predisposed to it it was uh, uh something that we saw quite a lot of any other signs or symptoms do you see any appetite changes um different uh, urination patterns maybe in the stall or anything like that when you're starting to see a case like this start? So so oftentimes, and I think this is one of the things that people get confused with, is, is metabolic syndrome often goes hand in hand with Cushing's. A lot of times those diseases happen at the same time, um, but they're separate processes. They're related, but they are, they are separate processes and they are separate diseases. So uh, a lot of those conditions that you know, like the, the urination or uh, appetite changes that you get with Cushing's you might see, but that's not actually primarily the, the metabolic component. Um, so the metabolic ones are just really the, you know, the, the easy keepers who mm -hmm. uh, tend to, you know, if the grass gets green, then all of a sudden they're fairly acutely start getting pretty foot sore. Now, if you have a horse that's an easy keeper, is it something that you should start monitoring uh, you know, rather rather rapidly and get that checked out with your veterinarian if you feel like you're not needing to give your horse very much and, and is carrying plenty of weight? Yeah, I mean, definitely, especially once you see that sort of patchy fat distribution, uh, that's, that's a pretty telling sign. And so uh, when we see that or you just kind of have the horse that, you know, looks, you know, that kind of classic body type, um, it, it's a thing to start you know, we, we're looking at or thing we're looking at their uh, insulin levels. So metabolic syndrome is is basically uh, it's pretty equivalent to type two diabetes in people, where mm. the issue is that the 
the muscle and, and uh, body tissues grow uh, resistant to insulin. So the body responds by pumping out more, and that insulin seems to be what is the, actually driving a lot of the symptoms that we get, particularly the laminitis. So that seems to be damaging uh, to the lamina of the feet. Now about testing, is that a fairly uh, simple process and does it take a long time to get the results? No, so first, our first round test is just a baseline insulin. So that's just, usually we do it first thing in the morning uh, after the horse has just had just regular hay overnight. Um, and so we're just pulling an insulin. Sometimes we'll often do it uh, with the, the ACTH, the test for Cushing's, because again, because they happen together, a lot of times we'll test for both of them. Um, and sometimes we'll look at uh, leptin levels as well, which gives an ind indicator of sort of the fat status of the horse. Um, so that's it's just a simple blood test. Um, and then later testing can be a bit more involved where we kind of do a glucose challenge uh, and see how they res we give them sugar intentionally and we see how they respond to that. Uh, but the, the first line, first test is a really straightforward one. Okay. Now, what about age range and sex? Is it more uh, more frequent in um, mares gelding? Sometimes you see it more in a stallion maybe? Or And what is the age range? Is it still about five and up? Yeah, so uh, sex, I think, is pretty, you know, it's I've seen in everyone. Um, the age range definitely you can get it from kind of yeah by from about five and onwards from there. Um, so it's you know fairly you know kind of really hits most populations. Yes, that's young. So then, can it then turn into Cushing's, or you say no, they can be like hand in hand and have both? Yeah. So it's not. So again, separate process. Cushing's separate is diagnosis of the brain, right? And. Um, uh, metabolic syndrome is more of sort of the peripheral tissues, but some of the changes that you get uh, with Cushing's may be driving some of the, the um, changes in, in the muscle tissues. So um, they definitely do seem there may be a causal link between the two. Interesting. What about um, prognosis for the horse as far as treatment and what's the likely outcome and, you know, can it be only treated, not cured? So um, I think that's yeah. It's it's really it's a it's a treatment is an issue of management. So um, really, what we need to do is you know it's you can you can improve insulin sensitivity. Uh, we don't have a ton of information about that in horses. Uh, if you look at the the human literature, it's I mean exercise has a really pronounced uh, effect on insulin sensitivity. So. Uh, and people, they've shown that just doing a cumulative four minutes a week um, of, you know, intense exercise is enough to make, you know, like clinically that. significant changes in, in insulin sensitivity. So um, it is, it's a reversible condition. You can, you can restore insulin sensitivity um, and then you can also, and you can manage it by, you know, limiting the, the clinical signs if you prevent those insulin spikes. So um, insulin is produced primarily in response to um, increased blood glucose. So your management is all about reducing those, you know, sort of sugar surges. So it's eliminating sugary feeds as much as possible. And with good management, these horses do great. So really, um, diet and exercise can be key to the success of uh, once you've received the diagnosis, that's uh, really important to make 
nutritional changes and, and exercise changes to help to uh, restore the horse back to normal health or as close as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's you know that's one of the things we you know we really try and work hard with our with our owners um, to you know it, you know you can't sort of overstate the importance of that management to it because you know, every time they you know, if they get out on pasture that's you know really green they're they're going to have a you know this you know huge insulin response and there's going to be some degree of damage to the to the feet so you know you're going to exacerbate that laminitis. And if that happens repeatedly, then, you know, then you start getting these chronic changes. And, you know, obviously laminitis is something that there is sort of yeah. a point of no return on. So if we can, but you can prevent having those episodes if with, you know, good and early, early detection early and, and detection good management. And good management, yeah. And, and really important um, uh, low NSC forage as well. Um, watching what you're feeding as far as your feed and your hair, you mentioned not sugary feeds. Um, so, uh, you know, staying away from those and also being careful what kind of hay you're feeding is obviously very important. So Absolutely. there's a lot of management uh, involved. I know that you can soak the hay. Um, yep. And I know that can help as well to uh, to reduce that NSC. So that could be a, a, another factor that could play into it. But there's lots of really good tips outside of that. But I think the number one thing is if you do have an easy keeper and you are concerned, uh, I think it's very important that you reach out to your vet as soon as possible and find out before you have a laminitic episode, uh, and, and that way you can manage this uh, a lot better. So I think it's uh, uh, catching it quick and getting it diagnosed and then, uh, and then moving forward with the best treatment and obviously the diet and exercise. Anything, chaps, that you have to ask the doctor? No, all good. No? All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Johnny Furlong, for joining us from Peterson & Smith today. Uh, and uh, we'll look forward to having you back on the show. Maybe we can talk you into coming into the studio with us one of these days. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much for joining us. Take care. So that was Dr. Johnny Furlong from Peterson and Smith talking about uh, metabolic syndrome. And I'll tell you, it's something that a lot of people don't even think about. But the little fat ponies, when you see them, you're going to start thinking. If you're only needing to give even like your full-grown horse a handful of feed, it's keeping plenty of weight on. At five or six years of age, it might be time to look at what might be going on because it may not just be as simple as an easy keeper. So. It's good to know. Coming back on the Horse Talk Show next, we are going to be talking to an Olympian here in the studio. I'm hoping that Peter Brett will stay for the interview as well. We're going to have Will Coleman. He's one of the top eventers here in the U.S. And I believe that he'll be competing at the Ocala Jockey Club, which is an event coming up next week that we're very, very excited about having. And it's an international three-day event. And the Jockey Club is beautiful. It's an incredible place to be. And actually, after Will, we'll be talking to Eric Nygaard, who owns the Jockey Club. He'll be coming in via video with us and we'll be chatting to him about some of the other extra things they're going to be doing at the Jockey Club in addition to the past two years. So it's going to be a very, very exciting time, whether you're a horse person or not. It's an incredible event to come out to, bring your kids out to, lots of kids' activities and fun things to do. And Will's going to tell us a little bit about his career when we come back after this break on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Stay with us.
it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at petersonsmith.com. DAC Vitamins and Minerals has been making a world of difference for 35 years. Do you know what sets DAC apart? We use chelation minerals from Alltech, which allows for better absorption. DAC is the only supplement company Alltech provides ingredients for. We have our nutritionist, Performance Horse Nutrition, NASP, which is the quality seal, which guarantees our products and ensures our use of quality ingredients. DAC gives you a guaranteed analysis in every one-ounce scoop, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Doesn't your partner deserve the best? Visit FeedDAC.com. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine feed. Hi, I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the All In difference. choosing an Ovation helmet to fit your riding needs. Sleek, stylish, comfortable, and cool, they are perfect on the trail or in the Grand Prix ring. Ovation has something for everyone with nearly a dozen styles and a price range to fit practically every budget, starting as low as $42.95. Check out the variety offered at Tack Shack of Ocala or visit OvationRiding.com to see all the options in safety and style and find a dealer near you. Tack Shack of Ocala Horse Lovers Candy Store proudly offers custom-made racing equipment, including exercise saddles, race whips, blinkers, vinyl saddle pads, stall guards, and feed bags. All can be customized with your logo and colors. We also offer on-site tack repair, blanket wash and repair, engraving, and embroidery. For more info, go to tackshackocala.com or come see us on Southwest 60th Ave. That's Airport Road. And don't forget, we're dog-friendly, too. I'm Nigel Wilbank, President of New Horizons Insurance Solutions. I've been involved in insurance in Florida for over 39 years. If you're looking for farm, ranch, or equine insurance, New Horizons Insurance Solutions would love to assist you to find a solution that meets your needs. New Horizons Insurance Solutions is number one choice in equine insurance solutions. The Goat FM is WMOP Ocala, W261BA, WGGG Gainesville, and W221DX. 
Gainesville Ocala all time. The GOAT FM. Fox Sports trending now. This report presented by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the NBA Friday night, Joe Ingles tied a career high with 27 as the Jazz defeated the Celtics 123-115 in Gordon Hayward's boo-filled return to Utah. Why don't you write about that in the Players' Tribune, Hayward? The Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings improved to 7-5 and as Willie Cauley-Stein scored 25 in a win over the Timberwolves. Karis Levert, the game-winning shot with .3 to play to give Brooklyn a 112-110 win at Denver. College Hoops Buffalo won a 13th-ranked West Virginia 99-94 in overtime as C.J. Massenburg scored 41. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. We are Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay, plus bag feed and shavings. show on Florida Sports Talk. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of a Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. This hour presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. And thank you to Larson's Hay and Feed, our live stream sponsor this hour also. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. I have a couple of very important guests in the studio with me today. Very excited. We've had Peter Brett here with us uh, for the first hour of the show. And joining us, we have Will Coleman. He is actually considered one of the top eventers in the U.S. He is an Olympian and has many accolades to his name. I'm feeling like I'm not the famous one here today for the show. It's very exciting to have great guests like this for you. So we're going to talk to Will a little bit about how it all started. And actually, it's kind of a neat story. I think there's a Shetland pony involved. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> Tell us how you got started in the horses, Will. Um, I grew up in a pretty horsey family I'm from Virginia. and. Um, both my parents were, were horsemen, horsewomen, and um, we basically grew up, we all rode ponies and fox hunted and um, just had a really kind of wonderful life in the country. We just, horses were a big part of it. So um, I wasn't uh, as into it competitively until I was kind of in my teenage years, but as a kid, we just, you know, we just played around I and mean, we just loved to gallop and jump. And, have a good that time. Was, that was kind of this. Go fast, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we just we always had an affinity for the animal and for riding outside and you know being it's out. It's a wonderful way to grow up. Beautiful countryside. It? You yeah. can't beat it, actually. No, you no, can't. you can't. There's no, there's no. Honestly, there's no lifestyle like it. There really isn't. I coming across our screen. If you're actually joining us on Facebook Live, 
Um, going across our screen right now on the bottom, you can actually see um, most of Will's accolades, uh, which are too many for us to list off during the show. I think it would take the entire segment, uh, but lots and lots of accolades to his name in eventing. Um, so why eventing? Well, I, I, that's a good question. I kind of like the, uh, the, I always loved galloping across the country and, and obviously growing up fox hunting a lot. I think there was a kind of natural tendency to, to then go into the eventing because that's kind of the heart of the sport is, is the cross country phase. Uh, I think as time has gone on, I've really enjoyed the challenges of being able to kind of, um, become very skilled at three different disciplines in, in, in horse sport and um, I think training horses to do those three things presents uh, a unique challenge. It does, and, doesn't um, it? Yeah, 100%. It's, it's like, uh, I think it's a, the ultimate test of, of horsemanship and, and that part of it is, has been really intriguing for us too. So It is, it's the triathlon. It's, uh, it's incredible really when you think about one rider and one horse needing to be able to compete in all three of those sports successfully. Uh, it's, uh, they're very different to one another. You know, you're asking a horse to be open on the cross country and then to do the dressage, which of course is uh, very disciplined as well, and then be in the in the show jumping ring. So it's a lot. It's it a is. Lot to take on. Yeah, it is. It takes a unique horse, I think, that can um, kind of really do those things at the level at which we're seeing now in our sport. But um, it also, I think you have to be a good trainer and a good horseman and, and the way you condition your horses and look after your horses that plays a big part in how you know well they're going to perform for you so it's really impressive i'm sure it's no different than what peter does every day you kind of live and breathe through these creatures and you do um, you know it's a blessed life but it's constant vigilance and, and you really don't get much of a break no you don't get christmas day off no. Have you ever tried getting up on Christmas morning and saying, yeah, you're not getting fed horses, no. it's not working, <laughs> it's not happening, your stalls aren't getting mucked. It doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't. No. We were talking earlier about it being a labor of love, and it really is. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when people come to the competitions or the races, they see one side of it, but they don't see all the work and effort and everything that goes into it. It's not just the rider, it's the whole team, it's the groom, you know, it's the stall mucker. It's everybody, you know, it's the, it, it's a huge machine that works all together to get, you know, you to that point, but, but a lot of people don't even realize. So tell us about your journey to the Olympics. Well, it's probably not unlike many journeys, you know, it was, it wasn't easy and uh, there was a lot of, you know, failure along the way. Um, I think in horses, you encounter failure a lot more than you encounter success and uh, you ultimately remembered probably for what you did well but you do a lot poorly to get there um, but we aren't running anything across the bottom of the screen that you didn't win <laughs> <laughs> all right well good good Just keep it keep it running then that's um, right there's more than i have to one than than i have so um it's uh yeah i mean it was i had a a, a very nice horse a horse named twizzle um love that that uh you know, he, he had been kind of a hard luck horse his whole career, you know, often injured, but very, very talented. And um, the stars kind of aligned for us to go. Um, and we went and it wasn't maybe the best competition for us. We had a, a little stop on the cross country that kind of kept us from having um, a top placing, but he, um, it was still kind of a, a huge achievement for him in my career. And I still am very, very grateful to the horse for what he, the opportunity that he gave me. and. 
you know, now the, the goal is obviously to get back. I mean, the great thing with horses is you're never really done. You know, you can go now until you're apparently 60, 70 years old. I <laughs> yes. mean, it's, it's kind of nuts. I mean, it's just... Uh, We've got uh, some good ones that are old, don't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's really cool. I mean, uh, so much of it is a, it's a cerebral sport in a way. I mean, there's an athletic side to it. But if you can think like a horse and, and a little bit, you know, learn the tendencies and, and, and how to train them. I think it, it's just it's a thinking man's game. So and I then think, when you uh, think about Ian Miller and Nick Skelton, and oh my gosh, think about the, the oldies and goodies, and they're just going strong, still riding, still yeah, competing, you know. They would probably argue that they're better now than they were when they were in their physical prime, you know, because they, they think better and they're... They probably they go just, to bed earlier. Well, yeah. well, I don't know about maybe. Depends on who you ask. Maybe, but, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, no, it's 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 a lifetime kind of. It's a sport you can do for, for you know pretty much your whole life. And, it really um, is. And I think that's that's pretty cool. That's one of the things that drew me to it too. Is that it's not um, you know a sport where you're done when you're 35. Like you're just getting started. You can carry on. Yeah, it's wonderful, isn't it? What's the best piece of advice you think you've ever been given? Uh, as it relates to the horse business, it's um, it's probably uh, as much it's a people business more than it is a horse business. And um, your passion and your your craft is the horses, but in terms of what makes it fly, it's your ability to communicate with people and create like-minded dreams with people. And um, so true. Surrounding yourself with the right people is critical. None of us get anywhere if you don't have people behind you, and um, especially as an event rider or a racehorse trainer or a jockey you need the right people in your camp for your career to really take go to the, the top level and um i think now i've got an incredible group behind me and i think we're starting to build a good group of horses and um i really think that we're just getting started so i'm, I'm really excited about the future more than i am celebrating what i've done so far which in my That's opinion wonderful. isn't isn't that much well to us we think it's huge so. <laughs> what about your mentors um the o'connor's uh, other people who've kind of influenced your journey? Yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of people that have been huge influences on me. I mean, I'm, I'm always, a, I kind of like to think that I'm a pretty good student and, and I recognize, um, you know, you always can pick out a good horse person, um, I think, if you're looking for it. And uh, I've been lucky to cross paths with a lot over the years. The O'Connors were a big influence on me when I really first started to take eventing seriously as a potential career and um, they were at the top of the sport at the time so you were in you know a yard where you know you had horses going to Burley and badminton and Olympics and world championships and the chaos of that I just loved um, and uh, the excitement of it and always building towards something that I thought that was really cool um, so I, I got a huge amount out of that and being at their farm and and then when I left you know then you're kind of a little bit more on your own and you're a little bit putting yourself uh, in front of some different people and getting different things to add to what they gave you and then over the years you gradually start to make it your own and um, there's a lot of people in there um, Ann Krasinski, um, Joe Farges, um, you know, Betsy Steiner, Ali Brock and the dressage. I mean I've had just an enormous uh, kind of incredible group of horsemen and horsewomen that have, have given me things that I'll use for the rest of my life. So. You can learn a lot from a variety of people. Yeah, I sure. find the more Just people know. that you listen to who you've seen be successful, you can 
glean a little bit from all of them. Don't yeah, you yeah, and you're always learning. I think in this, in, with the horse industry, you, you, you know, when you think you don't need to learn anymore, then I think you're only going one way. Then yeah, you, you should know. go home. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you, you know, you're always on a learning curve with horses. You always. Are, yeah. You so, what do you think if you hadn't been out? If you hadn't ended up professionally riding, what do you think you would have done? That's a great question. Um, I uh, I can't say I've given a lot of thought to it, honestly. Um, it's I just kinda horses, never, right? I never really considered doing <laughs> much else, and uh, I don't think about that. I, I just, you know, I thought when I was younger, younger, I thought I could be a professional basketball player. But as <laughs> as, as time went on, it became clear to me that there were a lot of people who were much more talented than I was, could jump higher and run faster. And uh, I, I soon decided that that was probably a dream that wasn't going to be realized. So might have been wealthier, but yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely would have been wealthier, but um, I don't think I would have made it to that, that level. So I would have been like Woody Harrelson and white man can't jump more so than guy playing in the NBA. But, um, I, I don't know. I, the horses were always what I wanted to do. And, uh, I, you know, I went to school and I guess I could have gotten a regular job, but the thought of being inside all day and sitting in an office just never appealed. No, I can understand. I bet you can too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I left home at 16 and it's the only thing I wanted to do. So. Just horses. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. No, I can understand. What about advice that you would give to an aspiring upper level eventer that really wants to get into you know, the, the top, the best? Um, I think there's a tendency amongst a lot of young people out there that have gotten to a point where they might think they've arrived at the top level of the sport, that they think that the next step is then to go and, you know, basically become a, a professional at the, like the top guys in the game. And I would say just woe yourself a little bit and if you can stay under somebody's wing for as long as possible I think that is the healthiest and best way to go about it because you get so much from experience and um, if you can have somebody helping you along that way I, I do think generally you come out ahead um, otherwise I think um, you end up making a lot more mistakes than you necessarily have to to learn and um, I think in my case like there were probably reasons like I went back to school and I uh, didn't have a, a lot of horses at the time. And, and so I left the O'Connors and kind of went on and not saying I would have stayed there forever, but I wish maybe I'd put myself back under someone a bit earlier. Um, instead, I kind of um, figured a lot of it out for myself, but it probably yeah. did a little bit hold you back to a degree and just made it a little bit of a longer learning curve. And um, there's great benefit, I think, to, to going through your 20s because horse sport, the, you know, it's not your 20s. You're still really young. You don't really know anything. Yeah, and true. you don't have enough experience. And just staying with someone you know, kind of has been there and done that, can give you the right guidance for an extended period of time. I think that's the best way to go about it. Because the riding ends up being the easy part, and um, it's the management and the horsemanship and what to do with a horse on a certain day and learning how to read kind of between the lines in terms yeah. of the animal and Definitely. That's the stuff that only experience can give you. So if you're with somebody that can help you That's figure really that right. out, it'll save you a lot of headache. That's true. Top of the bucket list, back to the Olympics? Yeah. I mean, the Olympics are a special thing. You know, it's a very unique competition. I think, um, 
you know, winning a four star, I think, is like winning a triple crown race. It's like uh, it's the pinnacle of mm -hmm. our, yeah. our game, and That's that would right. be something that you can shoot for every year. So, absolutely. Normally, if you win four stars, you got a pretty good chance to get into an Olympics. So, I think every year we're just trying to get closer and closer to where you can win. And, um, you know, it's uh, you chip away at it. It's not something that, uh, you know, just happens. You have to just keep trying to get a little bit better every day. And that's kind of how we go about it. So really the last thing I want to talk to you about is the Ocala Jockey Club. Of course, we've got that coming up, 15th yeah. to the 18th, very exciting. Love it. Actually, my mom and dad uh, messaged me today and said, make sure we have tickets because <laughs> we love it. Because it's like the closest thing to going to a three day eventing in England. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's lovely, 900 acre farm, beautiful mm -hmm. place, lovely clubhouse. Tell us what your thoughts are on the, on the Jockey Club event. Well, this will be my first time attending it as a competitor. I've been to the Jockey Club a couple of times. Um, it is an amazing property. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to compete there. Um, it's really great. I think that we have another kind of marquee event in the fall season to aim some horses at. Um, we've kind of made a conscious decision this year that we just wanted to do some different events. We have kind of a growing number of options in this country to compete your horses at. And... Um, we kind of wanted to get a sense of maybe how this event could, could help us develop horses and develop horses and to be ready for Olympic Games or four-star events around the world. So this will be my first time doing it, but we're very excited. We've heard nothing but great things, and um, you know we're just looking forward to it. We're here for the winter now, and it's a great way to kind of kick off our season down here is by running this last great event of 2018. It really is. It's incredible. Peter, you, if you get a chance, you should come out. Mm, I'll try, yeah. So. And the weather's better. Yes, mm. the weather's better. Yes, yes. normally I normally go to Fair Hill. Yeah. Fair Hill and it's usually pretty cold there. Cold and rainy. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, it's an incredible event. 15th to the 18th at the Ocala Jockey Club. Uh, absolutely beautiful, uh, incredible farm. Uh, like I said, it's 900 acres. It's a partly a racehorse farm and, you know, partly the eventing. But uh, the course is incredible. Uh, the footing, I hear from all the competitors, the footing is incredible. Yeah. Uh, the scenery, second highest point in Florida, beautiful clubhouse, lovely VIP. It's really an amazing event. So, yeah, looking forward to so what are you competing in? I've got uh, almost one in every level. I've got yeah. A, yeah, one star, two two stars, three star. We've, we've got kind of the full, full gamut. So it'll be a busy weekend, but it's our kind of last big event of the year, and then the horses will get a good long break. So. Well, the bad news is, if you win, we will be chasing you around with a camera. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a good problem. Yeah, I'll take that's it. Right. We'll be, uh, actually, even if you don't, we'll probably chase you anyway, <laughs> but, but especially if you win. So I want to wish you all the best. Will, um, uh, thank you so much for coming in and, and sharing some of your wisdom. Do you have any last things to tell any, any new eventers? No, it's uh, just it's work a, hard. It's a great sport, and yes, you'll. That, that's a given. If you want to get anywhere, you got to work hard, no matter what. But um, absolutely, no, it's it's a it's a cool game, and you're into horses. And, uh, you better be into horses because yeah. there's not a whole lot else in it other than that. But it's, and you're a, in the horse capital. If you're in Ocala, you better be into horses. <laughs> that's right. Will Coleman, our Olympian uh, top eventer. If you want to watch him compete, he's got a horse in almost every level. Uh, next weekend at the Ocala Jockey Club so you can go out and watch him take the kids have a great fun day out there's going to be like a beer garden and there's going to be booze and there's going to be kids activities right. <laughs> there you go <laughs> and then horses are just the icing on the cake and you can watch incredible action the, the cross country 
I did some eventing when I was a little girl. Great. I was never in the top, top. I didn't like the dressage at the time. I didn't appreciate Nobody it. I thought does. it was a bit boring. Uh, but I wanted to go fast across the cross country, and I did fox hunting, so cool. it was an easy, you know, transition. From yeah, very natural. My mom yeah. cutting me loose when I was seven on the pony for the day, and following us in the Land Rover. And actually, I think her and Dad had too much to drink one time because they lost me, the hunt lost me, and I was out until about nine o'clock at night <laughs> with Melanie Sini. I wonder where Melanie Sini is today. But anyway, we were out lost for absolutely hours, and I can still remember. I wake up sometimes in the middle of the night and see the frozen ground under the horse's feet. And it was cold. <laughs> and if my mom hadn't given me that little flask of brandy inside my jacket pocket, I probably would have frozen to death. <laughs> but yes, I, I have done all of that and yeah. what fun. And just an exciting sport. Eventing is, is so fun to watch. So you have to come out to the Ocala Jockey Club and uh, check it out in, uh, in Reddick, right outside Ocala next weekend. You'll love it. It's so worth it. Thank you all so much. Absolutely. Sure. Thank you, Peter. Pleasure. Uh, amazing uh, chance to talk to both of these chaps at the same time. Uh, on the Horse Talk Show. It was wonderful. We'll be back in just a few minutes. We are going to be talking to Eric Nygaard, the owner of the Ocala Jockey Club. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet. At Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, our customers say it best. Oh, the prices were great. They were actually unbeatable. Thanks, Miss Delara. At Palm Chevy, we do our best to give you our best price and payment without the games. And our entire team is committed to making your experience in sales or service pleasant and hassle-free. It's been a pleasure doing business around here. Thanks, Mr. Haars. And we think you'll agree. Visit us today at Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala, or at palmchevrolet.com. Find new roads. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? Balance relies largely on core strength. The balance rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning, ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the balance rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses and for you. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name is John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. Anyone who has lived in Florida for long knows the challenges of keeping the bugs out and the green grass in. With our gorgeous year-round weather, bugs like to stick around and weeds like to grow. I know you're feeling the need to improve your grass. You need Dan Milstead from Equine Turf. Dan can and will help you, and yes, the grass really is greener on the other side with Equine Turf. Like Equine Turf LLC on Facebook now and check out all the services Dan offers at equineturf.com. Equine Turf, absolutely dedicated to the turf care of the equine. 
In the rarefied hills of north-central Florida sits an equestrian paradise, the Ocala Jockey Club. 98.5 KTK proudly welcomes the Ocala Jockey Club International three-day event. Free family fun with food and a beer garden. Be on top of the action and reserve your tailgating spot or purchase your VIP clubhouse tickets. Catered by our local restaurants, general admission tickets start at 5 bucks and are available online at OJC3DE.com or at the gate. Free for kids 12 and under, seniors 65 and over, military and first responders. Sponsored in part by Ocala Marion County, visitors and convention bureau anyone who has lived in florida for long knows the challenges of keeping the bugs out and the green grass in with our gorgeous year-round weather bugs like to stick around and weeds like to grow i know you're feeling the need to improve your grass you need dan milstead from equine turf dan can and will help you and yes the grass really is greener on the other side with equine turf like equine turf llc on facebook now and check out all the services dan offers at equineturf.com equine turf absolutely dedicated to the turf care of the no job too big or too small horse trailer pros can tackle it all horse trailer pros services all mates and models of horse trailers and specializes in living quarter conversion service and upgrades for more information like horse trailer pros on facebook now excellent work ethic great service and more come experience the difference Horse Trailer Pros! This is Hall of Fame Jackie Gary Stevens. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Varton, co-hosting with me today, John Thorman, better known as the Thorminator from Digital Savvy. And joining us now by video, we have Eric Nygaard, and he is the owner, with his wife, very good friend of, friend of mine, Pavla Nygaard, of the Ocala Jockey Club. We were just talking to Will Coleman just a few minutes ago about the incredible international three-day event that is coming up next weekend. And the great excitement is going to go on out there from Thursday to Sunday. Incredible VIP, awesome entertainment, just incredible to go and watch the horses. And now Eric's going to tell us a little bit more about the Jockey Club. Hi, Eric. Good afternoon. It's lovely to have you on the show. Thank you. Great it's to almost, be here. It's almost like you are here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the history of the Jockey Club, Eric. Well, it's an interesting property. It uh, was developed back in 1982. And the thought at the time was to make it more similar to a golf country club. So no, is, not golf. Get... None of us can play golf. <laughs> But rather than having a golf course, the members all owned a piece of a horse farm. So a little known secret, at the back of the Ocala Jockey Club, there is a village with 35 townhomes. Hmm. And back when this was developed, each of the 35 townhome owners owned one 35th of the horse farm and one 35th of the clubhouse. Hmm. So it was a, a little bit novel at the time. And it worked well for a few years, but then just became a little bit too complicated. So then the property fell into the hands of a great thoroughbred family, the LaCroix family, who operated it just as a private thoroughbred stable. And then the clubhouse itself became a public restaurant really through most of the 1990s, a high-end restaurant that, as I'm told, had fabulous brunches. Mm. And then uh, my wife and I purchased the property in 2005 at that point, we, uh, I had just retired and we were looking for something interesting to do. So we uh, 
continued the operations of the farm for a couple of years, but then the recession came along and that really slowed us down a bit. So we basically shut down the farm for a few years and then revived it in 2013. And now we've got a lot of things happening on a lot of different fronts, yet we've been kind of below the radar screen. So uh, it's definitely it's a great opportunity to talk about it uh, rather than being just a thoroughbred farm. Three years ago, three and a half years ago, I made you expand into three renting because of all the vacant land we had. I felt the, the land was screaming to have a cross country course. <laughs> and that's why I can't next weekend. We have all the people out there. We have four different cross country courses totaling 11.6 miles. Oh. And we've been mowing those wow. and grooming those. We did it has a since June, nonstop, these 11 miles. and. We've got fabulous cross-country designers, Tyson and Levy, the same gentlemen who do the Kentucky Horse Park. They've been there. They've been with us even every year. We add a few new jumps. The excitement added the CCI three-star level, which is a, another higher level of competition, which means a longer course and more jumps. So in the case of our CCI three-star, we've got uh, it's about a 10 or 11 minute gallop and 40 different jumps. That's 40 wow. jumps. And for those awesome. of you who have seen our jump, our daunting, mining jumps. They are. I have all the respect in the world for riders. These people are maniacs. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> we love those maniacs. It's so cool. <laughs> They're brave. Oh, brave indeed. Brave maniacs. The, the, the riders themselves are in great physical shape to be able to endure that. They are very brave for attempting what they do. Mm -hmm. And it also requires a lot of mental skill. How do you pace your horse? How do you approach the jump? And this year we have cross country featured on both Saturday and Sunday. Mm. The other two disciplines of three-day eventing are show jumping, which will also take place this year on Saturday and Sunday. And then dressage, which will be on Thursday and Friday this year. So again, it's the same horse and rider. The pair competes in all three disciplines over the course of four days, which makes it a really fun audience participation sport to uh, to take this all in. Yeah, Will, Will was Will Coleman was just in here with us before you were on, and, and we were talking about the uh, the international three day event. And he was making us chuckle because he was like me; he didn't like dressage as a kid. He found it boring. <laughs> now I can appreciate it, enjoy it, and understand the importance of it, but. As a kid, all I wanted to do was go across that cross-country course, and you sure have got that down. That is beautiful and incredible. We yeah. had a quick, quick shout-out for Equine Turf, who uh, does a beautiful job keeping the uh, the place green and looking incredible. And it, it's, I was out there yesterday, and wow. I just stood there and said, wow, this place is so beautiful. Well, the reason since you've been at the property many times, when you are at the clubhouse or on the cross-country course. Do you feel like you're in Florida? Nope. I, in fact, I don't think it was at this segment or maybe the one before, but I mentioned that my mom and dad messaged me uh, today and said, hey, isn't it next weekend that's the Ocala Jockey Club event? And I said, yes. And my mom said, make sure I get tickets because you know I have to go because her and dad felt like it was the closest thing to going to a, a three-day event in England, which of course they did with me when I was a kid. And they got such a British experience from it. They were like, oh, we've got to go back. They loved it, you know? So, and actually Spencer Sturmey, because last year my dad had a 
unfortunately had a few health issues. But the year before they came, then Spencer was there. And, you know, you could hear his sort of Warwickshire sounding voice over the over the loudspeaker. And you honestly, if you shut your eyes, well, you didn't even need to shut your eyes. Actually, you just look around and you're in England, you know, <laughs> it's lovely. Great way to visit the weekend. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Well, tell us about some of the other things that are going to be going on other than, of course, the excitement of the riding. Right. We do have quite a few other activities planned all throughout the weekend. Um, we've got the kids' zone where we're going to have a fall family event. The kids' zone will have the junkies, face painting, uh, petting zoo, and the like. This year, for the first time, we're going to have a beer garden. Yay! And everyone's going to love that. Friday. <laughs> um, we've got a ladies' lunch on Friday that you shouldn't miss. We have two very talented riders, Lynn Szymanski and uh, Gemma Tattersall. That will be moderated by Jen Royce of uh, the Retired Racehorse Party. So that's Friday noon, ladies' lunch. We'll have our hat competition like we did last year. This year, $650 cash prizes. Nine people will walk away with the cash prize. Lisa, you're the front runner right now as we speak. <laughs> I got my hat on. Hat on. And then we also have a number of demonstrations throughout the day. Our uh, cross-country builder, Tyson, is going to do a little chainsaw carving, little chainsaw sculpting. I saw that. Oh. That sounds so exciting. Wow. And... Uh, many other different events. We've got a couple of children's authors that will be giving uh, book signings and reading to the kids. And uh, one of your other guests, popular guests in the area, Tick. Tick. Tick Maynard will be giving a demonstration on oh, nice. Saturday round to sign his book, which I highly recommend to uh, yes. all mm -hmm. We love so Tick. Yeah, He's pretty, great. Yeah, and very talented horsemen. Yes. We're honored to have him come out and give a demo. And uh, as well, the uh, recently completed thoroughbred makeover project the uh the winner of that will be coming to give a, a talk as well and uh, her name is eliza wallace she won the thoroughbred makeover and she'll be bringing a thorough sorry a mustang to the property nice so lots of demonstrations mm. lots of activity beer garden plenty of things for kids it's really a family event and it's tours of the farm, tours of the condos, right, as well. Because as I mentioned, that uh, people now think of us either as a thoroughbred farm or, oh, yeah, that's a three-day eventing venue. Right. Which, although we plan it for four or five months, it does take place over one weekend. <laughs> but what we want to do this year to uh, familiarize people with what else we've got going on in the property is we're going to be giving tours throughout the day on Saturday and Sunday. So if you want to take a look at our clubhouse, you'll be able to tour it. Um, and it's not everyone is aware, but for the uh, other 51 weeks of the year, we operate the clubhouse as a wedding venue. So we have weddings and receptions there and uh, conferences and seminars for corporations as well. We'll also be giving tours of the entire farm. We've got seven different barns with 178 stalls. And then I referred earlier to the townhouses at the back of the property. We'll be giving a tour of those as well because these townhouses, many of them are available for rentals. We have a lot of clients that return each winter for the season who uh, live at the townhouse and train horses on the farm, as well as uh, during the summer, it's 
being an attractive option for local corporations who are bringing people to the area for relocations. Oh. It's a great spot to uh, for people yes. to live for one, two, five, six months while they look for housing elsewhere or end yeah. up living at the Jockey Club. Yeah, so, I wouldn't tours mind. Throughout, <laughs> for anyone who wants to get to know our property, it's uh, it's a large property, 954 acres, so there's lots to see. Oh, wow. In addition, uh, we'll be doing a nature tour and photography tour. Patty Rich Turner, a longtime resident at uh, the Townhouse Village, is a very talented photographer, and she knows every square inch of the properties. She'll be taking people out for a photography tour and wildlife tour. Nice. So pretty full agenda. You can pull yes. it up on our website to see everything that's going on, but really, you just drop by. There's going to be lots to do. Even if you're not a horse aficionado, there's plenty of other things to do. And exactly. I've yet a person who doesn't find cross-country spectacular. Oh, it's so exciting. The jumps are incredible. I mean, it's just amazing to see these horses, what they go over. And, you know, your hat doesn't have to be um, beautiful. It can be funky. It can be crazy. It can be weird. It can be your own creation. Uh, because there's several different prizes for different categories with oh. the hats. So you can go, like, all out weird if you want and stick a horse on your head or whatever. Not a real horse, obviously, but, you know. Uh, you can stick whatever you want on your head and uh, and come out and and have fun because that hat competition is going to be a blast. And actually, we have a Jockey Club video. I think Cody can pull it up and uh, you can get a little, while we're talking, you can get a little sneak peek of, uh, sure. if you've never seen it, uh, it's just an incredible, incredible property. Just beautiful, like the scenery and the trees. And you can see it uh, up here now. Uh, Cody's got this running for us. If you are on the radio, uh, and you would like to switch over to the Horse Talk Show on Facebook, you can actually watch this uh, as we play it. But it's uh, it's even a drone. There's even a drone over the of the... Uh, hills of uh, actually, there's a Brit talking, and everybody thinks it's me. Should I just shut up? <laughs> Incredible. The pastures are unprecedented. The sunsets are glorious. The Ocala Jockey Club has full training services for thoroughbreds in all stages of their careers. What's that noise you like on the track? Mm -hmm. The training track is dragged daily and irrigated to ensure proper consistency of footing. The rolling hills provide natural rehabilitation for horses. Ocala has earned its regard as the horse capital of the world. Ocala has continued to get better every year, and I'm really excited with what's coming in the, the years to come for the horse sport. The Ocala Jockey Club is also home to work-class eventing. The dramatic and rigorous cross-country course was created by an acclaimed Olympic cross-country course designer. The show jumping arena sits within clear view from the Ocala Jockey Club restaurant. Welcome to the Ocala Jockey Club, the horse capital of the world. And here we are at this amazing venue <laughs> that can hold its best in anywhere in the world. It's a great place to train. The ground is wonderful. The people are lovely. The weather, can't really beat that. The people are lovely. This is fantastic. You know, this is world class. The very best went into the inaugural international CCI One Star, Two Star and CIC Three Star events hosted at the Ocala Jockey Club in 2016. It was a resounding success. 
The Ocala Jockey Club restaurant sits perched on one of the highest points in Marion County. With panoramic views of the farm and training track, it serves as a perfect setting for weddings, clinics, family reunions, holiday parties, as well as corporate meetings and retreats. A perfect destination for resort hospitality. The Ocala Jockey Club, set in the serene natural beauty of North Central Florida, is an international resort for the discerning horsemen. It is like no other horse facility in the world, combining the hills of Virginia, the lush turf of Kentucky, the pastoral beauty of the English countryside with the welcoming year-long climate of Florida. I'm ready to move in. The Ocala <laughs> Jockey Club is a horse lover's paradise. Oh, amazing. What a great video that is. Very they nice. used the Brit for it. Mm -hmm. It's a good choice. <laughs> yeah, nice voice Somehow over. or other, it just sounds classy. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Don't disrespect. I think this is a great opportunity for uh, those Marion County residents or Alachua residents who uh, haven't seen the Jockey Club to come by. Mm -hmm. There's lots going on Thursday through Sunday. Thursday, admission is free. And throughout the uh, entire competition, it's free for seniors and first responders and military. Nice. Admission on Friday, $5, $10 on Saturday and Sunday. You can see some really world-class athletes and both humans and horses competing. And lots of tours, lots to do. Great chance to stop by and keep us here. It's incredible. Eric, thank you so much for joining us and sharing this with us today. It's, uh, I am super excited about next week. It's one of my favorite events uh, to go to, and uh, I know it's going to be a huge success. And uh, Will Coleman was just talking about it. his first time uh, competing in it this year, and he's got a horse in almost every level. So very excited and very excited to be working with you and Pavla and Shelley and Cindy and the whole team. It's wonderful. We look forward to seeing you next week. I'll buy you a drink Great. at the clubhouse. <laughs> thank you eric thanks Nygaard. eric yeah, i'm really looking forward to going that's awesome yeah. thank you for joining us eric from the ocala jockey club incredible venue amazing event if you live anywhere within driving distance of ocala you need to be here next week if you don't then you need to get in an airplane it's that simple <laughs> those are your options there you go you can't miss this uh, and you can check it out and find it all out at the ocala jockey club uh, online on their website. We'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show. We'll have Jessica Lynn joining us to do our holistic horse segment and talk about thrush. We'll be back in just a few minutes. At Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, our customers say it best. Oh, the prices were great. They were actually unbeatable. Thanks, Miss Delara. At Palm Chevy, we do our best to give you our best price and payment without the games. And our entire team is committed to making your experience in sales or service pleasant and hassle-free. It's been a pleasure doing business around here. Thanks, Mr. Harz. And we think you'll agree. Visit us today at Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala, or at palmchevrolet.com. Find new roads. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? 
Balance relies largely on core strength. The Balance Rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning. Ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the Balance Rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses and for you. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name is John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses. We're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook. Come and like us. In the rarefied hills of North Central Florida sits an equestrian paradise, the Ocala Jockey Club. 98.5 KTK proudly welcomes the Ocala Jockey Club International three-day event. Free family fun with food and a beer garden. Be on top of the action and reserve your tailgating spot or purchase your VIP clubhouse tickets catered by our local restaurants. General admission tickets start at 5 bucks and are available online at OJC3DE.com or at the gate. Free for kids 12 and under, seniors 65 and over, military and first responders. Anyone who has lived in Florida for long knows the the challenges of keeping the bugs out and the green grass in. With our gorgeous year-round weather, bugs like to stick around and weeds like to grow. I know you're feeling the need to improve your grass. You need Dan Milstead from Equine Turf. Dan can and will help you, and yes, the grass really is greener on the other side with Equine Turf. Like Equine Turf LLC on Facebook now and check out all the services Dan offers at equineturf.com. Equine Turf, absolutely dedicated to the turf care of the equine. No job too big or too small. Horse Trailer Pros can tackle it all. Horse Trailer Pros services all mates and models of horse trailers and specializes in living quarter conversion service and upgrades. For more information, like Horse Trailer Pros on Facebook now. Excellent work ethic, great service, and more. Come experience the difference. Horse Trailer Pros. This is Hall of Fame jockey Gary Stevens. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. I have Jessica Lynn from Earth Song Ranch joining us for our holistic horse segment. And we're going to talk a little bit about thrush. Uh, it actually has a big name, uh, Pododermatitis. But we'll just. I can't pronounce it. I know, I can't either. So we'll stick with thrush. Most people yeah. who are horse owners have had some kind of a run-in with this at some point uh, in their lives, and it can be uh, quite trying, a little bit difficult uh, to deal with. Jessica Lynn, tell us a little bit about the symptoms and recognizing thrush. You'll never miss it once you've smelled it. It's yeah. a black, gooey, gunky thing that happens to horses. Um, a lot of times it's due to a nutritional imbalance or lack thereof. It's also something that happens to horses who might have soft or compromised hooves. 
and who may have um, contracted heels or a farrier that doesn't keep a channel open between the frog and the sole of the foot. Um, once they get it, though, it's, it's sometimes hard to eradicate if it's a nutritional imbalance because um, copper and zinc are really important feed additives if you have a horse that's prone to this. And if you were to test your hay or your well water, you might find that it's lacking and the horse doesn't have enough. But the zinc would help to fight the bacteria in the foot. I've only had one horse ever that had some thrush, and the natural balance farrier I had um, taught me to really scrub that horse's foot and frog area with Dawn dish soap and a kitchen brush, and I let her stand until it dried on the towel, and then we would put desitin baby ointment in the groups. Huh, how about that? So, yeah, and I mean, it really did help. Um, one of the things that farriers are doing these days, which is interesting, is they're using beeswax. They're cleaning the horse's hoof really well, you know, making sure it's dry, and then they pack the area with some um, beeswax that they've melted with a small blowtorch. Really? I have never heard that. Yep. Um, the Naturally Healthy Horse had it on their blog post today, actually, which I found funny. But anyway, um, and it was from one of the farrier journals out of Maine. Um, areas where it's really damp, like Florida, you know, you get a lot of rain, we don't. Um, on the East Coast, during, you know, bad weather and stuff, horses are in a lot of damp, and that's when they'll also contract a lot more cases of thrush as well. Yes, and we certainly see a lot of cases during the summertime here because we have so much rain, you know, for so many months, and the problem yeah. is the horses can't get on, you know, a dry area. So, yeah, and also, you know, when horses have to be stalled during really bad um, weather and winters that are more up in the you know, eastern seaboard, then they're in, you know, their stalls with maybe wet shavings, that kind of stuff. That will be one of the times they'll get thrush because it really is an opportunistic bacteria. And once it sets in, then, you know, you, you're not out there that much in the winter. You don't always notice it till it's gone full blown. So one of the things, too, that I've done over the years with um, some of my clients is we make a really thick paste of betonite clay, add a little bit of tea tree oil, a little bit of lavender, and then pack it in the grooves and let it dry. And that a lot of times will dry out that stinky bacteria too. Is that pretty effective? And how long does it take to, to kind of start working? Do you have to do it several it, times? It, no, several days it's going to take, but it, it's going to dry in there and then slough off as it needs to. And then you may have to repack it again a couple times. But, you know, it also protects it from getting more bacteria while it's working. Now, I, mean, what I, love, I love lavender essential oil because it's an antibacterial and it's so good for so many things. Now, are there any natural ways to prevent it? No, you just have to keep your horse's feet picked out and have a good farrier who you know, really trims well and keeps the grooves open and, you know, keep your horse's immune systems boosted. You know, make sure they have proper nutrition and, you know, clean water. Um, that's about all you can do to prevent it and have them in areas where they can stand around in dry spots if it's raining. Which is sometimes it can be the challenge, definitely. Now, yes. um, Jessica, just changing the subject for a minute, tell us uh, a little bit about what's going on there in, in your, what town are you in? I'm in a little town outside of Temecula called Awanga, and we had five earthquakes this morning, two minutes apart. <laughs> So it was not fun. No. Up at the, nor up at the northern part of our state, um, the lady who developed California Trace, which a lot of people use for their horses' hoof health, um, she's in the area where the fires have devastated everything, and they were trapped 
on their ranch. They live five miles inland on a dirt road. They could not get out, but they bulldozed uh, more firebreak area, got their horses and their donkey into a big arena, and they they were fine. The fire went all around them and burned all their neighbors' houses to the ground. Gosh, it's incredible. And right now, there's a fire burning up in L.A., and some of the most famous you know movie studios for westerns I hear have burned to the ground as well. Oh my gosh. And that's Thousand Oaks and, and Malibu has been totally evacuated. Oh my gosh, that's all been going on today. And you said five earthquakes and you're in the southern part. I'm in the southern part. So we had five quakes right in a row, two minutes apart. Oh my gosh. So what yeah, do you do in an earthquake? I've never been in an earthquake. What do you do? Well, you just, you try to get in a doorway if you've got a minute, You try, or you try to get outside, you get away from any windows or glass. Um, you know, your animals will freak out. I was in my dining room and my minis and my horse ran out of the barn and my dogs went leaping off the deck, you know, because they, we can hear them coming before they hit. Wow. Um, there's, a rum, there's a rumbling sound and there's different types of earthquakes. There's shakers, there's rollers, you know, they're all different. Today, they've been mainly shakers. What's the difference between a shaker and a roller? It really rolls. I mean, really? Whole, you can see you can see the ground ripple. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. What what do horses do in this situation? Um, a lot of times they'll predict them coming. They'll be they'll get out of their stalls. They'll look to the whatever area. Like they're going on west of me, and we were really close to the epicenter. That's why we're feeling them more. Really? Um, a lot of times, Jeep will stand at one spot and keep looking over that way. He won't move. He won't drink water. He might do it for an hour. And when I see him do that, then I go, okay, we're, get, we're in for another one. Wow. So they really sense it, sort of yeah, like they, they do I, bad weather and things like that, because you can always yeah. see when, when a hurricane or something's coming or a bad tropical storm, you can always see the way they'll stand and put their butts to the, you know, to the, the yeah, to the wind, as, and they know something's coming. They know what to yeah. do. So isn't that interesting that they sense that too? Yeah, very sensitive horses when you have uh, extreme weather changes. There's a remedy you can give them because a lot of them will call it. Um, and out here, there's quite a few. We get really severe changes. Like yesterday, we were 80. Mm -hmm. Tonight, we're going down to freezing. And my little Arab sometimes will call it because, you know, when you go from one extreme to the next, they feel it. But aconite is a remedy that if you know you have a sensitive horse and you know the weather's going to do that, you give them a dose, and he's getting one tonight. And what is that, aconite? Aconite. Mm -hmm. You just have to get a 30C, you know, remedy. And wow. uh, you just can mix it up with a little bit of water and squirt it in their mouth. Well, gosh, that's uh, it's been, been an incredible day for you. Um, any, <laughs> yes. any other um, remedies that you can recommend? I know that... Uh, as far as going back to the thrush treatment, um, I know I've heard people talk about um, diluted bleach. I have never been a fan of that. No, um, and, all the, and the farriers will tell you, do not use diluted bleach, right. bleach because it, it does things to the hoof. It softens them. You don't ever want to use that. And then the other one that I've heard about is a mixture of white sugar and iodine. Have you ever yeah, used that? Yeah, it's betadine. Yeah, and that does work, but you've got to make a thick paste, and again, You've got to really pack it in. That's a really old-timey, you know, remedy for mm -hmm. that. It's also a remedy for um, for abscesses too. Oh, really? But yeah, it's an old cowboy remedy from a long time ago. But you mix the white sugar with the betadine. You mix it into really thick paste. You make sure your horse is standing on like a mat or somewhere dry, 
and then you pack it in and let it dry a little bit more and it too will kill the bacteria from thrush. Incredible, good op good natural options. Lowering the odds yeah. though is always going to go back to keeping the stall clean, keeping him out of muddy wet areas, making sure there's a dry, at least a dry area your horse can get to. Um, some people who don't keep their horses in stalls will have a shelter that's dry. So there's a place yeah. the horse can actually stand. Of course, cleaning the hooves out daily is very important. And a good farrier, as Jessica Lynn recommended, and regular on a schedule uh, farrier as well. That's another yeah. key important factor. Uh, Jessica yeah, sure. Lynn, uh, Earth Song Ranch, you can find on Facebook or you can find on the web. You can go to earthsongranch.com and you can check out what Jessica Lynn has. She's lots of great advice. She's happy to give consultations on the phone um, for a, a number of different um, symptoms and diagnosis to support whatever you're doing with your veterinarian in a holistic manner. So I want to thank you, Jessica. We wish you all the best. We hope you don't have any Thanks. more earthquakes or fires. And yes. uh, we will look forward to having you back on the show again in the very near future. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Louisa. Have a good evening. Have a great weekend. All the best. Lots of love and prayers. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> right, bye, -bye. bye <laughs> Jessica Lynn from Earth Song Ranch, and uh, we're going to just close out the show by um, just reminding you that uh, over the course of the next seven days, we're going to have a lot of coverage uh, from the Ocala Jockey Club. Once the event begins, of course, we'll be setting up out there on Wednesday. Uh, the event will begin on Thursday. As Eric mentioned, it's free on Thursday. Um, Friday, $5, and over the weekend, $10 for a general admission to go in, and there's a vendor village. There is uh, so much entertainment, a beer garden for the guys. So if the wife's dragging the husband along, he doesn't really want to go, can sit in the beer garden. Uh, there are lots and lots of activities for the children. It's going to be an incredible uh, international three-day event with some of the top equestrians, Olympic equestrians. Uh, Will Coleman, who was in here with us earlier, uh, will be out there competing. And uh, it's a very, very exciting sport to watch. And I think it's going to be an incredible weekend. So uh, make an effort to be there. It's not far from town, about 20 minutes, maybe 20 minutes drive. Uh, so it's definitely worth the trip. And if you're out of town and you're looking for something fun to do uh, next weekend, that would be an incredible uh, event for the whole family. You do not need to be a horse owner uh, to, be, uh, to be welcome and to really enjoy this event. So make sure you come along and see us and we will look forward to it. It's been a great show. Um, uh, absolutely wonderful guests today, real variety and uh, had some real stars in here. Uh, some real top people and uh, it's always wonderful when we manage to get some equestrians with great stories and great histories to come and share with us on the Horse Talk Show. Whether you are in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week. Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, our customers say it best. Oh, the prices were great. They were actually unbeatable. Thanks, Miss Delara. At Palm Chevy, we do our best to give you our best price and payment without the games. And our entire team is committed to making your experience in sales or service pleasant and hassle-free. It's been a pleasure doing business around here. Thanks, Mr. Haars. And we think you'll agree. Visit us today at Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala, or at palmchevrolet.com. Find new roads.
We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Hi, I'm Ben Affleck. More than 50,000 American servicemen have returned home with devastating injuries. Join me and help fight for them by supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America at pva.org. That's pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. The GOAT FM is WMOP Ocala, W261BA, WGGG Gainesville, and W221DX. <laughs> the GOAT FM.